So this thing that I brought up with me this morning is my running pack. And I have told you before that I trail run, and that really doesn't mean anything because the beauty of trail running is you can run as fast as you want to or as slow as you need to. And usually I'm on the slower side of things. Trail running means that if you come into a difficult part of the trail, an uphill part of the trail, you can actually walk that, which makes trail running awesome. But when I go for longer runs or when I run and the weather is ugly, I take this running pack along. Now, my family makes fun of me because they say it looks like you're off to preschool. (laughs) And I think they're probably right. Because one of the things that I carry in my backpack is snacks. So so I carry snacks. I I carry water. um, I run around here, but I also run up around State College, and so I've got maps in here, I've got a shell in case the weather does turn nasty, and short, I've got everything in this pack that I need to allow me to complete my mission of running through the woods. In this series that we are in, and we've called it Belonging, Exploring What It Means to Belong to a Church Family, These things that we have talked about over these last five Sundays are the things that you and I need as we complete our mission as the church, as the body of Christ. And the thing that I have tried to say to us over and over again every time that I have been up here is this thing that that we are are, are called to be, this, this thing that we do, It all gets put into perspective when we realize that we as the church, that the church is the primary way through which God is on the move right here, right now. That you and I as the church, in very real terms, that we are the plan for what God is doing and for how God is working. In June 2017, in Mannheim and beyond, that we are God's plan, that you and I are God's plan, and that is a staggering thought to reach those outside relationship with Christ, with God's love, and to reach each other, to share God's love with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We are the plan. There is no backup. And as the plan... Our mission is clear. It is to proclaim and live out the gospel, to proclaim and live live out the good news of Jesus. And so like those things that I carry in my running pack that help me in my mission of running through the woods, these conversation pieces that that we've talked about over these last couple of weeks help us in our mission too as a church. That belonging is serving. And along those exact same lines, and this is what we talked about this last week, that belonging is not about my preferences. Belonging is not about your preferences. It is, it is not about me insisting on and demanding my own way, but rather it is serving, it is, it is giving, it is dying to my preferences. It is me being last so my brothers and my sisters can be first. Belonging is all about unity. Belonging 
is, is to realize that all of this is a gift. A gift that we are, are called to play a small role in what God is doing here and now. That we get to be a part of this, being a, a recipient of, of the forgiveness and the freedom made possible to us by, by Christ's death on the cross. We're recipients of that as the church. And we also get to play a part in proclaiming that good news. And so this, this belonging series has been all about the things that help us in our mission. And the piece that we're going to talk about today is that belonging is praying for the church. So coming into this conversation, I realized that there were, were two ways for me to go here. I could either talk about us praying for the church or we could actually pray for the church. Which way do you think we're going to go? We're going to actually pray for the church. Pray for Mannheim BIC. And so I've asked five people to pray for us this morning, but we're going to get to that in a moment. So this week I went back and looked at how the early church prays. So that's one thing that I looked at, specifically how the Apostle Paul prays for the early church. I also emailed our staff and I asked them this question, if you could only ask our MBIC family to pray for one or two things, what would you ask them to pray for? And then in looking at where we've been in this series over these last five weeks, I found a synergy. All three of those things come together in Philippians chapter 1, and that's where we're going to be this morning. So Philippians chapter 1, starting in verse 3. So the backstory, the context, verses 1 and 2, Paul writes, so this is coming from Paul and Timothy to this church in Philippi, grace and peace to this church. In verse 3, Paul writes, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. So what Paul has just told us is, is how he prays. He prays with thankfulness. He prays with joy. And the reason for this thankfulness, the reason for this joy in verse 5, for you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I'm certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. So, so this church serving with Paul, serving Paul sacrificially, the opposite of preference. And so, so Paul loves these people. Verse 8, God knows how much I love you and long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. Then starting in verse 9, Paul gives us what he is praying for. He writes, I pray that your love will overflow more and more. Right? That's unity. And that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters. 
so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. So there's a lot of things that we could pray for coming out of these verses, but I want us to grab, to look at five of these things that Paul mentions, right? And the very first part is, is when Paul lists how he prays for this church, he prays with thank, thankfulness, he prays with joy that comes from, and this comes out of verse five, coming from this church, proclaiming and spreading the gospel, Maybe the the version of the Bible that you're reading says partnership in the gospel, but know that for Paul as as a missionary, fellowship with Paul in the gospel is going to have a huge proclamation component. So as we make a list of of how Paul prays and what Paul prays for, the very first thing we're going to capture on that list is proclaiming the good news. Paul writes in verse 9 as he jumps down to what he prays for. Paul says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more. So we can add that to our list, right? That, that our love overflows. Paul goes on to say, and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. So this is something that Paul is praying for, so we'll add that to our list as well. Verse 10, for I want you to understand. So, so why Paul is praying for this church for growing in knowledge and understanding because he wants them to understand what really matters. Why? So that they may, may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. We jump to verse 11, another point that Paul prays for, may you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation. So we can add that to our list. The righteous character produced in your life by, by Jesus Christ. And then, and then lastly, Paul says, for this will bring much glory and praise to God, which is the big why of we do any of this in the first place. That God be glorified, that God be praised, that his renown spreads across Mannheim and beyond. So this is the part where I am going to need your help. So we've got this list, right? These five things that we've pulled out of, out of Philippians chapter one, right? These things that, that, that Paul prays for, how he prays and what he prays for in, in the context of this church in Philippi. But what does this list, what, what do these prayer points mean for us? Because it would be easy to allow these prayer points to to float about 30 feet off the ground and never dive into for us the meat and potatoes of what these prayer points look like for us here at Mannheim BIC. So what we're going to do is take that first item on the list and and we're going to try to actually do this on the screen. So what that means is no more whiteboard. Because let's be honest, you can't read my handwriting anyways. So we're going to try to actually capture this directly on the screen. And there it is. So this is where I I need your help. What can you and I pray for specifically for MBIC when it comes to our proclamation 
the good news of Jesus. Help me out. I need you to talk to me. Boldness. You know, I think that's the first thing that first service said as well. Boom, look at that, and you can read it. It's amazing. What else? Confidence. I'm going to actually add that to boldness, Andy. That's good. What else? All right, I heard receptive hearts. And I heard something else over here. Growth. Growth, right? That we would grow in our proclamation. Love. All right, you're getting ahead of me. I've got one more bulletin point. I'm not sure if I can keep going or not. So we're not going to push it this morning. Those are all good. Love and compassion. I'm going to throw one more out, right? I'm going to throw the pastor card down. We have teams in about a week or two that are going to start rolling out of this place. I mean, I cannot believe that we are in June already. And, and the teams that we have literally going all over Pennsylvania and all over the world is an awesome thing to watch happen here at Mannheim BIC. So I'm actually going to put short-term teams on this list. Boom, look at that. Okay. If we jump to our next item. Brian Rohr gave me instructions on how this is supposed to work, and so far it's going beautifully. That our love overflows. Again, what can you and I pray for specifically for meat and potato stuff for our church? Where, where, do we see, where do we need to see God move among us that our love overflows more and more? Help me out. That has been a recurring theme in this series. What else? All right, so I knew that when I would say this is going well, that something was going to happen. See, that kind of stuff doesn't happen on the whiteboard, so yeah. All right. See, this is the beauty of doing the interactive thing and that we get to do this together. All right, help me out. What else? Endurance. Because it does get hard. What else? 
Unity, yeah, so that's awesome. So this love overflowing is not just people outside MBIC or outside relationship with Jesus, right? It's, it's love for each other. Now I'm paranoid that I'm going to mess something else up. I did, I did it again. Need spell check. Give me one more. That's right, that's right. So we would, let's say, support those that go, that do. All right. If we jump to our next point, growing in knowledge and understanding. What can we pray for here? So this one might be a little bit tougher for us, but I would encourage you, don't just think in terms of knowing information, but, but what does it look like for us, again, meat and potato stuff, to know him better? What can we pray for here at Mannheim BIC? Our daily walk, I like that, Andy. What else? Transparency. So can I put transparency vulnerability? That's a huge part in, in, in growing in knowledge and understanding. Avoiding temptation, right? I'm actually going to add that up to the vulnerability piece, Sean. One of the things that I try to say to us as often as I can that, and I think this is what Paul is getting after when he's talking about, about this knowledge and understanding, but that, that, that we know God, that we know God more and more, that we know what God wants, And then I'll add to that, then that we'll know, we'll realize in a real way what he has done for us through Jesus. And there they are. All right, you guys are doing awesome. Be filled with the fruit of our salvation. What prayer points here? You guys getting shy on me? Fruit of the Spirit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to write that we would clearly display the fruit of the Spirit. What else? In this passage, Paul says that that fruit comes from our connection to Jesus. So what if we pray for that, right? That, that we, would, we would 
pursue our connection to Christ. And I'm going to put that we would fiercely pursue our connection to Christ. What else? What's that? Walk in obedience. Thanks, Carol. What's that? Boom, I like it. It's kind of good that you can't see what I see on the screen. Because until I work it out, it's ugly. And then lastly, that we would bring much glory and praise to God. What can we as a church pray for? Again, meat and potato stuff for us. I call that serving with joy and then bringing praise to God through that service, through that joyful service. What else? Humility? Yeah, because humility is the thing that lets us get out of the way and, and, and God to take all the credit. That's good. What else? What's that? Holy Spirit guidance. We just sung about that. All right, one more. We're almost there. What else? All right, I heard something over here. Okay. Actions that reflect our words. All right, and I'm going to stop us with that. There's those last two. So, the thing that we have just done is we have, we have taken what Paul has given us out of Scripture, the why he prays, right, and the things that he prays for, and we've actually added to that. Out of, out of our real life here at Mannheim BIC, out of, out of our context, as we strive to be the church that Jesus is calling us to be, and so... With these points and with these subpoints that, that y'all just, just gave me, which was awesome, thank you so much, I think that we are ready to pray. So this is how this is going to work. I'm going I'm to ask those five people that I, that I talked to before who have graciously agreed to come and pray for us and pray over us and pray with us. And as they pray, I want you to take advantage of this time. So as they pray for Mannheim BIC, I want you to pray for Mannheim BIC too. 
that God would have his way with us as a church, that we would be super responsive in all the ways that God is moving among us. Let's pray. Tina? My name is Tina Nolt, and I'm going to be praying for proclaiming the good news as a church. Let's pray. So dear God, we, we come to you this morning as, as a church, one team, one unit, calling upon you for specific needs that we have in order to fulfill um, what you're asking of us. It is our duty to you. It is our job. It is, it is what you put us here for. It is what you've instructed us to do. But Lord, we need your strength and guidance to do it. We cannot do it on our own because each individual aspect of it requires strength from you. Lord, I pray, first of all, that you would give us boldness and confidence. And in the moment when we're standing there and we know that the Holy Spirit is affecting us and guiding us to say something and and talk about you and bring you up and, and slip that into the conversation to create a conversation, we need your confidence and boldness as if you just filled us up with something that is beyond normal for us. Um, for some of us, Lord, our personalities were created by you, that boldness is kind of just something that's there. And for others, Lord, it is just so incredibly hard. So as a team and as a unit, help us to support each other in that. And at the same time, when we're standing there and it's just you and us and, and we're proclaiming something to um, a person, Lord, that you would give us the confidence to know that our words are right and that you give us the truth in our mouth to speak. And you said that if we stand there and we are a vessel for you and we open our mouth, that you will put those words there. Help us to have confidence in that. Lord, please help us to talk to people who have receptive hearts. Put them in front of us. You prep them. You convict them. You put them in that place. Help them, Lord, to come and their hearts just be wide open. That when, when something comes up, they ask questions and it helps us to respond better. Um, that we would be in a situation that we feel like that as we open our mouth that you're there, you're guiding it. We feel your presence because their heart is receptive and they're hearing it. We pray that, Lord, as we um, do this, as we go out and we proclaim the good news of who you are and, and, and our life for you, that you would give us growth in that, that we would continue to grow. And, Lord, almost like you get hungry for it. You want more. You want to keep coming and, like, let's do that again. Let's do this again. I can do this. That we grow and we mature in it and we become confident, Lord, but confident only in you, only because you were there, because we sensed you standing right beside us. We sensed your presence. We sensed your ability. Lord, help us to know when you're there. I know that's not on the list, but Lord, help us to know that you're there, that we feel you and we're so, my God is here with me and he's here giving me the ability and he cares so much that I'm a vessel for him, that he wants me to be there. Lord, we need to feel you and to know you as we go do this. And I know that you know us that way and that you created us that way. But God, we're crying out to you that please let us sense you and feel you as we do this, that we know we're on the right path. We're doing the things that you want us to do. We need you, God. We cannot do this on our own. And Lord, lastly, for our short-term mission trips, there is a lot going on out of our church alone, Lord, let alone the churches in the county Mm -hmm. and in the state and in the world, Lord, that are sending out teams to show your love, to show your care, to show who you are. We need every single person on that team, Lord, to have your confidence and your boldness and your words and your truth. We need knowledge to know what you want us to say. 
please help us to go back and know what's in our brain that you've already put there, to speak them clearly for the ability, the physical ability, the, the spiritual confidence, the emotional maturity to go to these foreign places and to be in a place that makes us completely outside of our comfort zone, but there to proclaim who you are. Thank you for what you're going to do. We know you're going to be there. We know you're going to do this, Lord. Thank you in advance for that. Amen. My name is Jake Nolt, and I'll be praying for our love over that it just overflows. Lord, we thank you for this day that you've given us, and thank you for the freedom that we have to assemble and to just worship you and, and proclaim your love and just to be free to do this. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity for us to um, think less of ourselves and more of others as we step out as a church body um, and as individuals to just express our love and just to just accept that there are different people out there. There are differences other than ours that we, that we believe and um, just that we express what we believe to those in love and that we can endure doing that because there's going to be some backlash. There's going to be some that don't accept it. There's going to be some that want to argue. There will be some that just freely accept it. Lord, just give us the endurance to love and to just express, again, you to others. And for unity, as we all do that, um, support those who do go and to uh, just stay in what they do and to just be with us as a church body, um, as Mannheim BIC, as the, the church body itself, as we go outside of this unit here, as we go outside to those who um, may or may not know you. Lord, we don't know that until we start talking. And just give us the endurance to love, to share, to show you, to be together, and to support those who, who are easily able to do this and those who just aren't able uh, in their comfort zone to do this as well. Lord, again, thank you for loving us. Amen. Hi, I'm Marilyn Hoffsmith. Let's bow together and thank our Father. Father, thank you so much for the gift of your Son. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. Thank you for the way you walk beside us day by day. Father, guide our thoughts, guide our time with you. Help us to dig into that gift of the Word of God that you've given to us, our Holy Bible. Thank you for those words that bless our hearts, lift us up, encourage us. Thank you for the many gifts of people that you've given to us as role models in that Word that we know that you are alive and well. We thank you so much. For this body of believers here, we ask you to fill us with the Holy Spirit and guide our thoughts, our words, our lives. We thank you and love you in Jesus' name.
Good morning, my name is Lisa McCoy, and will you please pray with me? Father God, we pray that we would individually and as a church live our lives in a way that clearly displays the fruit of your spirit. But Lord, the only way that that fruit can even be produced in us is if we are in a fierce pursuit of you that we would stop at nothing to connect with you in a way that would just lessen us and make more of you in our lives. And Father God, I pray as, as those fruits are being produced in us that we would walk in a way that shows that we are being obedient to where you want us to go, Lord. But the only way, again, that we can even know what we are to do with this fruit is to be in connection with you. So, Father God, I pray that our dependency, our dependency would deepen on you, that we would begin to realize that we can do nothing apart from you. Because, Father God, when you are involved, when you are in charge, when we are following your lead and not our own, great things occur for your kingdom. So, God, I pray that as we walk in our obedience to you, that we are deepening our dependency on you, Father God, and that you, we are allowing you to produce the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, that it would not just stop with us, Lord, but that the fruit that is coming in us, this joy, this love, this peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, your faithfulness, your gentleness, and the self-control that you are producing in us, Father God, that it would not stop with us but that it would move generation to generation to generation throughout our communities and to one another in, within these walls of this church. Lord, I pray that as a church we would learn what it means to follow you and follow you only, to lay aside ourselves and to walk in a way that clearly shows that we are a church centered on you. I just ask this in your precious and most holy name. Amen. Good morning. I'm Tom Nauman, and I have the awesome privilege of closing our time in prayer. Will you pray with me together? Gracious Heavenly Father, uh, as, as we dug into the scripture, as Paul went through these things that he prays for and, and how he prays for the Philippians, he closed that section by saying that it was for the glory and for the honor and the praise of you. And so, Lord, our prayers this morning, all of them together summed up, we lift up to you so that ultimately we can bring praise and glory and honor to you. Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit guide us in having a desire to praise you. May he give us the want to look to you in adoration and to bring praise and honor and glory to you. Father, give us a spirit of humility that, that we might get humbly before you because we know that as we, get, as we get humble before you and just look to you in your awesomeness, we cannot help but to cry out in praise. 
Lord, we ask that, that you would give us each hearts that want to serve. Because as we go out and serve, we know that we show the world what you look like. And we pray, Lord, that when we do that, they too would want to turn to you and give you honor and give you glory. And Lord, we just ask that you would help us to always remember that our actions do speak louder than our words. That the things that we do have the potential to point people inside these walls and outside these walls towards you. And so may our actions always be actions that will bring honor and glory to you. And Lord, now we we close this time together with the chorus to the old hymn, Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear your voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, we your people rejoice. We come to you, Father, through Jesus, your Son, and give you the glory, great things you have done. And all God's people said, Amen.